Oh, g'day, mate. How you going? Sounds like we're uh, we're about to do another edition of the Bones of Advertising. I'm Craig McLeod, and that'd make you. I am uh, John Douglas. You can call me Blue. G'day, Bluey. Nice to meet you. Most of my <laughs> friends call me Macca, so let's go, Bluey and Macca for today. What do you reckon? Macca, I love uh, I love that uh, that Aussies have nicknames for each other. Aussies have nicknames for sporting venues. Aussies have nicknames for everything, but yeah. Yeah, I love it. Fantastic. So you got a bone for us today, my boy. Obviously, we've started off with a little bit of g'day, mate. Yeah, yeah. I reckon we should, uh, I reckon uh, picking up on that, we should talk about the voice of Australia. Oh, the voice of Australia. I would love to be known as the voice of Australia. Wouldn't you oh. like, I'm sure it used to be John Laws. I'm not who, sure who it is today. No, I reckon it was John Laws. I reckon also there are there are people who were sort of distinctly Australian, like John Millian, you know, you can get it walking. Yeah, or like he was. You can get it, um, yeah. Yeah, it's like when you get onto a Qantas flight in London, and the mm-hmm. and the and the captain comes on and says, "Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to QF one to Sydney." You go, "I'm home." Yeah. It's just it's glorious. Love it. Like, beautiful stuff. Absolutely beautiful. But in this landscape of advertising, my boy, shall we uh, perhaps peruse some of the quintessentially yeah. Australian voices that we've heard across the uh, yeah. across the airwaves? I reckon we bloody should. I reckon oh, like, if you what? look at if you look at um let's get on my hobby horse here for a bit. Just let me get on my, oh, my hold on, you and your high horse. We're gonna have to get the old horse. It's been a while since we've it's, had the high horse out. It's been a while. Just get that high horse out. I'll just climb up on it for a bit. Um <laughs> oh, I missed him. I haven't seen him since last year, I don't reckon. Yeah, no, no, but the, but he God bless him, he's been out to pasture, he's put on a few COVID kilos <laughs> and away we go. Yeah, he's porked up. Yeah. But I I I was watching a a, a a television show, and, and someone reminded me of Les Hiddens, who was one of the, who's the first of the Bush Tucker Man. Bush I don't know if anyone. Man, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And he used to go around eating Bush Tucker. Like, you oh, know, what a damper, didn't he? He was backed up like a bloody who knows what because of all that damper he'd eat. But yeah. Oh, yeah. A, you can, but you can eat these. He was eating all sorts of stuff. Yeah. You can eat these berries. And if you're backed up further than the Gan train in a flood, you can eat <laughs> one of these little berries and it'll clear you out faster than a COVID scare at the end of the thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fantastic stuff. Yeah. Yes, God, it's been a long time since I've heard the old Bush Tucker man's voice. But, but, and, but that spawned a whole, like, realisation that there's flavours and, 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 um, and tastes that exist in this country that don't exist anywhere else. Yeah, so absolutely. that's spawned a whole industry of let's celebrate where we are. Yeah. And and I don't think that necessarily applies to advertising as a general rule. Most of the time we're the people who are creating the ads aspire to global standards and and like an international voice. Yeah. But I think every now and then, as we're about to discover, mm. as we're about to discover, every now and then a little a little voice of Australia, a little bit of Australia pokes its head above the parapets and goes, oh, no, here you going? Here you going? Like, over a little here. Meer, like a little meerkat pops up. <laughs> a rock wallaby. A little rock wallaby. I love it. Or just a little lobster perhaps. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, so, yes. Um, where are you going to start, my, my friend? Are you going to go way back to that one that we, you and I both love with the, I'm Louie the Fly, I'm Louie the Fly, straight from rubbish tip to you. you. Bad and mean and mighty. Yeah, let's play it. Let's just play it now. <laughs> Louis 
Louis de Ply, I'm Louis de Ply, straight from rubbish tip to you, spreading disease with the greatest of ease, straight from rubbish tip to you, I'm bad and mean and mighty unclean, afraid of no one, except the man with the can of Mortine, hate that word Mortine. One spray and Louis the fly, apple of his old mother's eye was Louis. Poor dead Louis, Louis the fly, a victim of Mortine. Mortine. Mortine is the safest, surest way to kill filthy disease-carrying flies. This is why four out of five Australian homes are protected by Mortine. Spray safe, spray only Mortine. Wow. Just he'll get to me. Yeah. Still photos, anime laid over the top of still pics. That's where we yeah. were back then. But still gets me. That voice, just love it. Still love it. Oh, I think it's just as soon as it comes on, it's like, oh, yeah, I know exactly where this is going. Aussie. Yeah. And you know what? I don't reckon, or maybe I'm wrong, but Aussies know flies. Aussies know mosquitoes and we know flies, right? So, Well, there's another statement. It's a big statement, but... I reckon nowhere in the world has stinking dirty flies like we do. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are other places. But Louis the Fly was just such the perfect elixir for our stupid stinking fly problem, and I loved it. And and it was like it was a great piece of Australian humour. It's like, what are we going to like? The hero dies. <laughs> yep. yep. At the end, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone laughed and everyone went out and bought truckloads of Mortine. So, yeah, they did yeah. indeed. Okay. Well, where are we going next, my friend? What else have you got like for to, us when um, it comes to I'd these? Like, I'd like to talk about the, the one of the great pieces of Australian, like I don't think this boy, this could have happened anywhere else in the world, was Sam Kekovich. <laughs> lamb it up. Lamb on Australia Day. Lamb it up. Just beautiful. There's nothing worse than being out Australian. I should know. I've been Australian all my life. And I'm sickened by the creeping tide of un-Australianism eroding our great traditions. Like our custom of eating lamb on Australia Day. Un-Australianism is everywhere. For example, people wearing those plastic, brightly coloured flip-flop shoes with flowers on them. What's wrong with rubber thongs in simple primary colours? If I hear another person say thong, when they mean those swimming costumes punty Brazilian blokes wear up their bums, I'll do my block. Sadly, the scourge of un-Australianism has even infected our national day. A balanced Australia Day diet should consist of a few nice juicy lamb chops and beer. And perhaps a bit of pavlova for those with a sweet tooth. Yet your long-haired, dull-bludging types are indulging their pierced taste buds in all manner of exotic, foreign, often vegetarian cuisine. Chicken burger value meals, pizzas, a number 42 with rice. It's an absolute disgrace. And people ask why we need capital punishment. Do you think the diggers in the trenches were fighting for tofu sausages? No. They were thinking of grabbing a lamb chop off the barbie with their bare fingers, sustaining third-degree burns, then sticking their hands into a relieving esky to fish out a cold one. Look at our national song, Walsing Matilda. It's about a bloke trying to get a nice bit of lamb into his tucker bag. Not spicy chicken wings. The soap-avoiding, pot-smoking, hippie vegetarians may disagree with me. But they can get stuffed. They know the way to the airport. And if they don't, I'll show them. So the message is clear, even for you backpackers. Roll out the barbie, ensure the gas bottle's filled, stack the fridge full of lamb and prepare the invitation list. So don't be un-Australian. Serve lamb on Australia Day. You know it makes sense. I'm Sam Kekovich. Sam Kekovich and lamb. How about that? Who would have thought? I, I loved it. I just loved that. And he bought in, like, 
he made not eating lamb un-Australian. It's yeah. like so all of those other great meat-eating countries like New Zealand and Argentina and and you know America, America. And Canada. Nah. <laughs> nah. We've claimed lamb for ourselves, but it was just that delightful kind of like there was a real Australianness to the to the to the voice yep. and to the and to the humor. And so it was it was uniquely Australian. I thought it was just a glorious piece of just, you know, fantasy. Yep. It's fantastic. And his voice, I think, even still today, I mean, I can't remember when he did the last one, whether it wasn't last year or maybe it was last year, I can't remember, but whatever it was, it still resonates. I love it. And, you know, he, he's done the Max Kerwin ad since Max was about this high and I'd, yeah. I'm not sure why that particularly came about other than the fact they must have had some kind of friendship, but they still work for me as well. I mean, I don't, it was probably early in the year where I saw him doing one for Max Kerwin, but ultimately it's just that voice that rings true and it still gets your attention still today. I mean, you know, set up as a prime minister there with the Australian flag and the boxing kangaroo. I love it. It was just, it was just brilliant. Like it was just a little celebration. Of, you know, we've got, it made everyone who ate lamb a hero. Yeah, it was, like, it it was almost wanted. like you can't have a Barbie. Like Hoag's made the shrimp, throw another shrimp on the Barbie. He made the shrimp on the Barbie. But I think Kekovic was, you know what, Australia Day, we're going to have a Barbie. But you know what, we've got to get those little lamb things with the tiny little tail. We've got to whack them on. And yeah. it, it worked, oh. worked the tears off. Excuse oh, no, there's no problem there, mate. We love a little bark. A little, a little dog. A little, I love, I love my little dog. But every now and then, just I want you to, I want you to work with me here because I'm guilty of this. Next ad, we're gonna go, we're gonna go big pond Telstra next. Now, with a smart kid in the back of the car, perhaps I've been guilty of this with all three of mine, where they've asked a question and Dad, being the quintessential salesman, has just come up with something. Well, they're not going to know. I'll just tell them that, you know what, it was to keep the rabbits out, mate. Yeah, it was the Emperor Nazi Goring. (laughs) (laughs) Outstanding. Let's have a look at that one right now. Dad, why did they make the Great Wall of China? That would... That was during the time of Emperor Nazi Goring, and uh, it was to keep the rabbits out. Too many rabbits in China. Okay, now Daniel will do his talk on China. me mate that is me up front and i've got smart people in the back who are like he's already written the right answer and i've gone you know what emperor nazi gorang has decided that too many rabbits coming in so we'll build this massive wall they won't be able to get over it yeah i was uh i was standing in a pub um uh uh, down on the uh, in the Mornington Peninsula, having a few beer, New Year's beers, and someone's told this story, and the bloke next to me said, "I think he's talking rabbits." And 
Everyone went, oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the rabbits. Exactly. The rabbits. I love it. Absolutely brilliant. You got another one for us, mate? I do. I do. I've got a little little known one in the southern states, but this one uh, from uh, uh, the RACQ in Queensland. I love it. This is, and I don't know who the actor is. He's, he's been in a couple of great Aussie dramas, but um, just, I just love the humor in this this is just one i saw it and i just couldn't stop laughing for a week oh, I love it. and i love the hills hoist and let's play it as you say let's get it up <laughs> i went fishing in matinee the other day and I, I ran into this charter boat what you didn't see it no anyway because i've got racq boat insurance i'm covered how could you not see a charter boat whether you want to cover your boat against damage or just for the damage it may cause Talk to us. From $89 a year, we'll help you wherever we can. Charter boat? What charter boat? <laughs> RACQ Insurance. Wouldn't be without them. <laughs> Unbelievable. In the background of the old Hills horse picking them up, yeah. picking out the clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that. How the how they how the ad allows the humor to evolve. A charter boat? How could you not see a charter boat? Did you not see it? Oh, I'm a charter boat. Oh, where's the charter boat? <laughs> oh, I love it. Fantastic. So good. I thought, yeah, no, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was very, very impressed with that. But um, uh, what about you? What's your, um, what's your? Have you got a favourite? Have you got a big favourite? Look, there's a couple that I love, but I think we may have talked about this before. There's an enormous ad that I've loved for a long, long time. And it is the, the Carlton Draft big ad, mate. I just love it. I love the enormity of it and the fact that it's got the most stupid subtitles underneath. But I just love it. And then, you know, the whole way they're pouring into the glass, I, I still to this day love it. I think it's one of the best stuff ever done by CUB. I really do reckon it's brilliant. Yeah. Now, if we can't play it because it's a, uh, it's Camina Burana, well, look, there's probably a few, mate, that we can't play after our experience over the last few weeks. If not, we'll whack the links up. That's yeah. going to be our new go-to. But this is extraordinary, I thought. Let's see if we can play it here. Yeah. It's a big ad. A big, a really big ad. So good. It just made people laugh. It It made made people laugh. laugh. You know, people standing just still still makes me laugh today. The fact that they thought, I mean, I don't know how many they had there as far as extras. There's obviously a few real talent at the front, like people that I've seen before. But there is a bucket load of people out there. And I don't know where it was shot with those mountains in the background, but it's extraordinary. 
Yeah, I think it looks like uh, it looks a bit more like New Zealand than Australia. <laughs> probably looks like, looks like one of those. So it's probably wetter films or something. Yeah, well, it actually looks a bit like the Lord of the Rings set. You know, that's probably yeah. where it may yeah. may well be. But who knows? But it was extraordinary, so good, and all of them in those gowns, like they're yeah. you know, yeah. like they're um they're about to get up and do the old you know, sing the hymns or whatever. Yeah. At church, I love, love it. Them. Climbing over that fence, like it's like yeah, charge, and then they fall over the fence. <laughs> Oh, fabulous stuff, mate. What about you? You got another one for us? I've got one last one, which I desperately, <sighs> desperately, as soon as I heard this, first time I saw this, the very first time I saw this, I just could not stop laughing. It's yep. the Amy Up Ships Creek. Ship, ship. I'm talking ship. <laughs> I just want to play, play it. I think it's hilarious. I'm not calling. Hey, you got us here. <sighs> Hello, Amy. Yeah, we're a little bit stuck. Whereabouts? We're, we're in the middle of, of whoop whoop. Going nowhere and loving it. Oh, oh, we're, uh, we're right up by Ship Creek. OMG, Dad, up Ship Creek. No, no, Ship Creek, Ship. Did Dad say Ship? Excuse me? I'm talking. Up Ship Creek, Amy's roadside assist option is Australia-wide with unlimited call-outs 24-7. That's not very insurancey. Lucky you're with Amy. Like, I just think that I love the I love the country. It's like that colour bond ad. You know the colour bond ad we played like a month ago with the beautiful... With all know, the ridges, yeah, I love it, the cues. Stretches of, stretches of, of Australia. But I love this, like, how many times have you been out in the middle of the back of beyond and you've got, you know, the car boils over. I mean, it's probably more a, a phenomenon of, the of, of you know, 30 years ago, whenever. But when they had radiators that actually boiled, mate, these days never happens. Well, yeah. never say never. Never say never. Um, but those, you know, it's just a, it's just, a, it could have been anything, but the fact they put, they put a poo joke in the middle of an ad, yeah. to my mind, is just Australia all over. I it love is, it. And I love the wife's response. Well, you got us here. <laughs> it's all your fault. Absolutely, it's your fault. You got us here. And the kid's just gone, OMG, Dad, OMG. <laughs> I love it. So clever. Absolutely brilliant. I just love the, like, it's very, it's beautifully observed. Like the whole kind of, I'm not going to do it. Well, you bloody got us here. Yeah. Where are you? Oh, we're in the back of beyond, the middle we're of We're in the back. Area. We're in the middle of, no, we're in the middle of whoop whoop. <laughs> at the back of beyond. <laughs> How good that line? Yeah. Brilliant. But I think, mate, to, to look at Aussie iconic voices i think we should have more of them and i think we should we should demonstrate more of them in our in our commercials moving forward and and often you'll just hear a normal australian accent when it's not kind of overcooked or overdone or you know like it's it's not trying to be something it's not but i do think that that real unique australian style maybe not so much like we opened with but it's something that i reckon we should use more of and we should back our own voices yeah. and not try to be something we're not and i'm not saying we do it all the time i'm not saying that every ad's about an award or trying to be this international flavor that can go up and you know in can or whatever the, you know where it's going to be judged but ultimately i think it's really important 
that we try and bring more of that through as an industry. I just think it's really, really valuable and something that's not used enough. And perhaps it's a little secret we might keep that uh, we'll whack into the next campaign. Bit of an Aussie, bit of an Aussie flavour to it. A bit of Oz. I love it. I love it. Let's do that. That'd be great. Yeah, I love it. And then you've got, you know, of course, songs as well, like, you know, Down Under and oh. some of those absolute iconic, you know, like In Excesses, some of those songs. But I do think the voice is just ripping. But, you know, Colin Hay from, um, you know, from um, Men at Work and, and that whole Down Under, that is just iconically Australian as well. Oh, they're all fantastic. You know, there is a there is a uh, there is a word that was invented by a scientist at the CSIRO to 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 represent the smell of rain on hot dirt. You know that when you get that glorious little, you know, yeah, right. It's petrichor is the name petrichor. of the word, petrichor, and it's an Australian bloke going. It smells like Australia. Smells like, like Australia. Like it's just a like, and I think we need to. I think I think you're right. Well, I think we need to celebrate. We need to be. We need to be aware of where we're from, because most of the people who are watching our ads, the people who are buying our products, are people who live in this land. Yeah, absolutely. Think, well said, my boy. Couldn't agree more. It almost sounds like we could do that one again on Australia Day. We could. We could bloody drag that out, polish it off, and we could go and have a barbecue with some lamb. Definitely have some lamb. And without a doubt, we're going to have a beer if we're from Australia as well, and there'll definitely be a shrimp on the barbie. Yeah. Well, my boy, well, that's another edition of the Bones of Advertising. I love it. Don't you go changing. I won't. uh, Neither do you, mate. I'll see uh, see you next week again for another one. Big smiley face. You take care, mate. Cheers.